0: Good morning, Lydia House. Good morning. morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. Good morning. Good morning to Paul. Now we have three Pauls here this morning. <laughs> and God, uh, God, glad God. to have Paul with us from Stadium Village Church. And uh, glad to have Grandma back.
1: Yeah.
0: Grandma, people are happy to have you. And uh, we're glad to be here. And it's warmer. Yay! Anybody happy that it's warmer? Outside and warmer inside. So, uh, yeah, we got some show of hands up there. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for uh, the beauty of this day, the beauty of every day, the beauty of our life in Christ. Thank you that we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to you. Thank you that you have bought us with the price of the blood of your son, incredible, that you would do that for us. It was our fault, and you came through on our behalf. We are forever grateful. Yes. We rejoice in you today. We thank you for our great salvation. Mm-hmm. And as we say thank you for that, we, we pray that uh, lost people in this season. and It's a difficult time for many people. It's a difficult time with jobs. It's a difficult time at some schools. It's a difficult mm-hmm. time in some homes. when people are home now because they don't uh, have anywhere to go, and it, it makes it hard on people. We pray <coughs> that you would give grace to people to live well with one another and to come to you. We pray that those who are looking for answers, We'll find them, that we'll make connections with them. They will find the answers in Jesus Christ. We pray the same for our nation. We bless our nation this morning. We bless our leaders. We bless our president. We bless the House and the Senate. We pray that these days would be good days. By your grace, let them be good days. We pray for our walk together under. You tell us that... In order to lead a quiet and peaceable life, we are to pray for our leaders. And so we pray for our local leaders, our state leaders, as well as our national leaders. And we thank you that prayer does bring change. And so we're not just uh, speaking out this prayer, but we're believing that our prayers affect heaven and they affect earth. We bless you in Jesus' name
2: amen amen and welcome everybody hey from the Johnstones. hi
0: family Hello. all hi, five hi. of you there you look good
2: we are here we do look pretty good don't we <laughs>
0: thank you <laughs>
2: it's good to see everybody that i can see and i will see more of you in three weeks when i am there with you in person looking forward to it Yay. Uh, thankful for being able to get the COVID vaccine, haven't had any reactions or anything yet. So that's good. And just a couple quick announcements. Uh, those who are in person in the ranch, please remember to keep your mask on while you're inside and those on zoom, please remember to mute yourself. If you're not going to be talking or else we might hear that awkward conversation that you didn't know we were going to hear, which is funny. I don't mind it. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, that's up to you. And if you are on Zoom, also remember that that's being recorded and, you know, putting out to everybody. So just a reminder for that. If you um, are joining us by YouTube, then that's not a problem for you. And if you're watching at a later date, it's not a problem for you either. We don't yet have time travel ability through Zoom um, to join a previous Zoom meeting. Probably by the end of the year we'll have that, but not yet. <laughs> So, and a reminder about um, offering offerings as well. You can give us the website, ladyhousechurch.org. There's a PayPal link and you can do that. And we appreciate that a lot. So let's, let's pray again. We are entering into a season of Lent now, the Mm -hmm. season leading up to the passion and crucifixion of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus so we think about those things for the next few weeks and father god as we think about that we take a moment now to confess our sins to you so let's just take a moment to silently confess anything that we've done or left undone this week and give that over to the lord We thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. We thank you for your healing. We thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, uh, Father God, to us to suffer and die and pay the penalty for our sin, Mm. to take our rightful place on the cross in punishment, Mm -hmm. and instead take all that punishment on himself. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Jesus, for going through that excruciating experience of having all the sin of all the world placed on you, including mine. We thank you, Jesus, for bearing that for us. And I pray that over the next six weeks, you could help us to think about that every single day. And to ask you, what of our lives would you like us to give up? What part of our time or our money or our thoughts do we need to put before the altar in gratitude Lord Jesus for what you've done for us so we worship you today Lord for everything that you have done everything that you're going to do for who you are we welcome you here Father God we welcome you here Jesus and we welcome you here Holy Spirit as we worship you now in all our heart all our soul all our mind and all our strength in jesus name amen
0: you can sit or you can stand we sing about the marvelous grace of our lord jesus christ i learned this at dallas seminary and i remember singing this in harmony with 400 Strong men, marvelous grace, grace of, our of our loving Lord, grace that exceeds our sin and our, sin and our guilt. Yonder on Calvary's mount, mount outpour. there's where the blood. In the soul with infinite loss. Grace that is greater, yes, grace untold, points to the refuge of mighty cross. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, 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 God's grace, grace grace, grace that is greater greater than all our sin. Dark Dark is a stain stain that we cannot hide, what can avail to wash it away, Look, look There is flowing a crimson tide, whiter than snow it may be today. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace freely. freely bestowed on all who believe. You that are longing to see his face, will you this moment his grace receive? Sing it. Thank you Lord we receive your love we receive your grace today we receive your healing Oh Lord for bodies and spirits pour down your love pour down your grace Let it come like a waterfall, oh God. Pour it down on us. Let him drench you with it this morning, people. Let him drench you with his grace so you can walk in it. You're not a victim. You're a victor. Those are wounded. You can be healed. You don't have to nurse your wounds. You can give them to Jesus. He's a healing Lord. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord hath done for us. And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Jesus Christ, his son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich because of what the Lord hath done for us. Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. Keep the song going. We give thanks. We give, thanks, we give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. Just different ones. Shout out a word of thanks. What are you thankful for? Nice and loud. Yes. We give thanks to you.
2: Yes.
0: I thank you, God, for forgiveness. Yes, thank you, oh God. For health. Yes, for good health. And Lord, heal those who need good health. Yes.
3: And for your love and for your mercy. Yes.
0: You, Jesus. Forgiveness. Hallelujah.
1: Oh yes, God, right. thank you for their thank forgiveness you. through the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Yes.
0: Give
2: thanks.
0: Now, you're going to play this song like it was meant to be played. Because <laughs> it was Andre Crouch. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back back on on Calvary, Calvary, the the blood that that gives gives me strength strength from from day day to day. day. It It will never. Wow. Wow. That's right. It reaches, reaches To the highest it's Mountain, mountain. Yes. And it, it flows, flows to, to the lowest Valley,
2: valley. Oh The, the
0: blood, that blood That gives me strength From, from day To day today, it, it will never. It soothes my My doubts and and calms my my fears, fears.
2: and and it dries Dries out out my my tears,
0: tears, the blood
1: that that gives gives
0: me strength strength from death. To, to the heart, heart.
3: Indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
0: Okay. Lord, Jesus. Greet somebody and then be seated. And uh, Naomi's going to greet our new Paul that gives us three Pauls this morning. Isaiah. There's Isaiah. Uh, huh? Huh? Isaiah. Yeah. yeah. I see Isaiah. <laughs> I don't know he, he doesn't see us. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have some prayer. We're gonna have a testimony. All right. Isaiah, Don't use some of these. we'd like to hear from you, brother. We want you to share your testimony. Can you hear? Us?
4: Yeah. Hello, good morning. Yeah.
1: Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes thumbs up if you can hear me yes yes give him a thumbs up there you go thank you okay um yeah let me let me do something really quick here laura laura's birthday today so you can say happy birthday to her Happy happy birthday
0: happy birthday Happy birthday, dear Laura. May Jesus.
3: May Jesus. May Jesus. So How old is she? 30. How old
0: is she? 30. 34.
1: Wow. Oh. 34 years young. So, um yeah i just wanted it's a busy month for us a lot uh, a lot of celebrating gideon's birthday was last weekend so they kind of share a birthday month Happy birthday. so he's six years old now Hello. and Hello. yeah and we are just everybody kind of all the kids have some you know runny noses so they're you know just resting and they're getting better um so that's why we could we couldn't make it it seems like it's been it's been pretty wild and, and uh and crazy in that respect with uh with uh, everything going on, busy schedules and and then a little cold and whatnot, but we missed you guys. And we wanted to just also just share that um, it was 10 years ago, last Tuesday, the day after President's Day, that was the first day that I um, entered the house of Lydia House um, and entered Paul and Karen's house there. And that was uh, really the beginning of my, my walk and decision to walk with Christ. Um, happened shortly, a little bit before that. And then it was kind of this Crazy year of sanctification and God just closing doors and stuff like that and just changing my heart and um, changing my lifestyle, just everything, you know, and um, it's just been a long walk ever since um, with him, but I couldn't do it um, or I owe a lot of gratitude to Paul and Karen and to Communitas and the people that were there organizing that. I know Paul McKenzie was part of that, uh, gave a good sermon last week, you check that out, uh, very good and solid stuff. He rang in his open house to us, to uh, guys, ten or guys to move in there. Uh, these guys were all connected to uh, Karen, um and, and that house, and that house just being open. And so now here we are 10 years later, and, um, you know, life continues to uh, be, you know, real. But it's 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 rich, and we're thankful for what we have and what we're learning. We're also going to be celebrating seven years of marriage on next next weekend so february is our happy month um lots to celebrate and um you know we just want to say that you know even god's been teaching us a lot in the last few months um especially as we've continued to surrender and so we just want to encourage you guys just to continue to uh just surrender all things just keep believing um and it's just we're, we're gonna get through this um uh, this time that we're in right now, it's like a refining time for the church, I believe. And I'm going to be speaking in April at some point, kind of just sharing some of this. Look, the only thing that we can do is get by this by grace and grace alone. And that's from God. Okay, that's, right. that's the that's the truth. Yeah. We can't we can't strive. We can't make anything um, happen on our own. It's only through partnership with with Christ, the, the, the son of God, the one who is the, the great champion. And um, I've just been flooding myself with worship and, and the word. And there's just been some really good passages that I look forward to sharing in April. So that's a little plug for that. Um, and so, um, yeah, just want to wish everybody a happy Sunday. And thanks for letting me share that. Amen. Yeah. Uh,
0: stay, stay tuned, uh, Isaiah, because uh, I, I remember that night... I don't remember a lot of things this well, but I remember that night because I heard that you and a couple others, three or four, were kind of wandering around over at Northwestern. Was that right? And, and did someone come over to you and tell you to come over here? How did that happen that you got over here?
1: Yeah, that was a total uh, Holy Spirit moment. Um, I, I I actually just got released like, I don't want to go into the long story of it, but literally I was reading the book of Romans in, in jail over the weekend um, because I was homeless and I had ridden the, the light rail and I forgot to show my bus pass. and I just froze up. Um, so what turned out to be like a negative situation being locked up over the weekend, then I ended up at Paul and Karen's house sleeping on their couch and they literally took me in and my friends that I was with at the time. And we, we slept on the couch and he just talked to us, said, what's going on with you? How can we help you? That is what it's like to be the, the body of Christ. That's who we're supposed to be like. Um, we're supposed to be open to these people that are wandering around that the Holy Spirit is leading us. Um, I still believe that that's true. I've met a lot of people like that. I keep asking God to keep bringing people like that into my life that are that are prepared. That the har- when the harvest is ready, um, God just starts bringing people together. So I do believe that God had a call on my life. Um, he redeemed me, set me free from, from a lot of things, and he's still continuing to, to grow and mature me, as it says in Hebrews. I was just there the other day. So, I mean, just praise God that, um, you know, he, he actively pursues people. He actively <laughs> pursues people that we would write off, that we would say, you know, eh, no, no way, not going to happen for that guy. or There's no, no way to redeem him. So I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys i was on a on, on a suicide at the end uh, the end of a rope um before a long time ago when I was in my early twenties i was 26 when i when I met paul um and i'm thirty six now um, and I've been set free of addictions things like that and I owe a lot of that to just the, the ministry that Paul's been doing in his life and just the the heart for christ um and and the power of the holy spirit so
0: we want to lay hands we want to on lay you. Lay hands on
1: you. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and Laura. And, and Laura. I, I. So we thank you, God, for what you did. That was miraculous. Somehow you got him here. Somebody went over there to Northwestern and said you ought to go next door. I don't know who that was, but somebody. It was obviously Jesus who was there, and he got you over here, and your life was radically transformed, and now we bless the next 10 years. We bless the next 10 years of your life and Laura's life together, and your children. We bless your children. We've seen what you've put into Gideon. We marvel when we see that six-year-old who's already preaching and uh, speaking truth so we look forward to what's going to happen, and we know that you've got a heart set on, on ministry, and so we bless that heart and how that uh, goes forward. Lord, we don't see it clearly. Isaiah doesn't see it clearly, but you see it clearly, and so give him the steps that will take him there into your God-appointed destiny. We bless Laura as she yes. teaches, for however how long that's supposed to be, we, we bless her and we thank you for them in jesus name glad to be partnered with you isaiah and laura okay let's let's pray let's pray for one another Let's pray for one another if there are needs, physical needs, emotional needs. Anybody uh, raise your hand if you have something that, that uh, calls for prayer and, uh, from others. Is it physical, emotional? Okay, physical. Okay, let's put uh, Karen, you go over there and uh, with Steve. Put your hand on her. What's your, Ruth? Your, what are you?
3: I'm processing some things I'm not knowing how to process them and it's been disrupting my sleep lately and I have a demanding week coming up
0: Okay, okay Paul, could you just reach forward and uh, put your hand on her there and if you want to pray for her uh, pray for Ruth Mm -hmm. Thank you
3: Thank you you can pray in there, yeah. This is Ruth. Yes, Ruth. Father, thank you for Ruth. We love you, Lord. Thank you that um, you're the God of wisdom. Imagine you give to those who ask. I just ask for wisdom. She'd have clarity. Renew her mind uh, through your your word, both spoken into her spirit and, and, and mm-hmm. through your scriptures, Lord, and just mm-hmm. strengthen her to um, uh, to do battle against deception and uh, mm-hmm. just to reach. Uh, yeah, peace uh, that mm-hmm. comes from you, Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you that you're, you're going to give her that peace that surpasses understanding uh, yes. pertaining to all the situations on her heart, Lord. And we just ask for your intervention, Lord, into, yes. into all areas that, that trouble her. Um, thank you, Lord, that you, you're a God of compassion, that you, you uh, feel uh, these things with her. Uh, but you're also high and, and, and far above them, and, and you're giving her power. Uh, to overcome in Jesus' name, for your name's sake.
0: Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hand the mic over to Karen. Thank you, Paul.
3: For Laura's, um, can I say it's sciatica? Or lower back, and we did pray. So we add uh, our prayers. For prayers Mm -hmm. have already been prayed. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, you are the one that's interceding, and we are depending on you, Father, for... um, Supernatural healing where it seems impossible in the natural. Um, Father, this is not too difficult for you. So right. we mm. pray that your hand mm-hmm. would just be mm-hmm. upon Laura mm-hmm. soothing balm mm-hmm. uh of healing. Mm-hmm. Jesus' name for your glory. Come on, let it happen, Lord. Let it happen. Lord, we pray too for Karen and um the situation with her leg that um, Again, yeah, the blood clot would dissipate in the name of Mm -hmm. Jesus and Mm -hmm. um, move back in the bloodstream, well, Mm -hmm. and no harm uh, would occur. We also thank you for um, her decisions and Paul's in regards to an upcoming trip in in the celebration of Esther, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we pray that you would guide and guard them, um, whether they're in Minnesota or out in California, that your presence would go before and behind them, above and below them, and to their right and left sides. For it's in your name we pray, amen.
0: How can we pray for you, Paul?
4: Yeah. So I need a breakthrough with my work. So I've been waiting for about six months, and mm-hmm. the time is is here. So I need the Lord to break in. Yeah. And um, we're believing that He'll just uh, open up doors for a healthier work-life balance. Mm. So we're believing for that, and we've been believing for that for a long time. So yeah. We're ready. We're ready. So okay. We're trusting the Lord to do that.
0: Okay. While we pray for Paul, we've got Adriana back there. Naomi, you can put your hand on Adriana. And Evangelina, she's, she's around there somewhere too, isn't she? Okay. Father, Paul is a faithful worker, and he has done well at Medtronics. You have been faithful to him, and you've, uh, that's a good company. We bless it. We bless its leaders. Mm -hmm. We bless the relationship they have with Paul. And we pray now that you will guide them and that what needs to happen will happen. It will happen soon. The time is now. And so let it happen. Let the decisions that need to be made be made. Let them be made now. We pray for your good timing. You are always on time, God. So we bless Paul. We bless him now as he shares. He opens up the scripture to us. We thank you that you have given him a love for the Word of God and a desire to communicate. And so we open up our hearts to receive what you bring to us through him today. In Jesus' name.
4: Amen. Amen. Thanks, Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Paul. All right. <clears throat> well, it's wonderful to be here. I know this wasn't uh, the original plan for this season. There was going to be a little different approach to the messages because of uh, being in Lent and celebrating the crucifixion and leading into Easter. Um, but Paul and Nate graciously opened up the floor to uh, hear part two of Psalm 2. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to share um, I'm just going to ask the Lord to come with His wisdom in Revelation before we start and uh, trust Him that He's going to meet us this morning. So I'm going to pray out of, first, or for, out of Ephesians 1.17. Um, I'm just going to pray the Word here and then we're going to open the Word. So it says that the Lord God... The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your hearts would be enlightened and you would know what is the hope to which he has called you and what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe. So, Father, we ask you, even now, this morning, in your great kindness, that You would open up our eyes, open up our hearts, enlighten us to Your Son, Jesus. That we would know the immeasurable greatness of Your power towards us who believe. That we would know what are the riches of Your Son's inheritance in the saints. Father, we ask You for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus, that we would know Him that we would seek Him, and that we would view Him as the bread of life, the way, the truth, and the life, Um, and the one who comes to His children, and the one who speaks to us through the Word. We ask You in Your great kindness that we would draw near to You in our time of need, and that You would reveal Your beauty and Your riches and Your kindness and Your Word that You would open up Your Word to us and cause our hearts to burn. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So a little review for some of you if you weren't here last week. We're going through Psalm 2. It has four parts. The first two parts we talked about last week. And the parts are the kings plotting and scheming against the Lord's anointed one. The the psalm is titled The Reign of the Lord's Anointed," Anointed. Simply means Christ in the Greek and Messiah in the Hebrew. So we're reading about the Father who has um, made a decision. He has chosen the man who will rule and reign on Jerusalem forever. It's a real man. He has a real kingdom. He has real ideas. He has real authority. He has real strategies, and his name is Jesus. And he came to us once, and he's going to come to us again Amen. in a very different appearing. In the first time, he came as a servant, a slave to all, the servant of all. But in the second coming, he's coming as a king. And uh, he's the promised king, he's the one that uh, we're waiting for eagerly. And, um, and the Father has made up his mind. It says that uh, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. And it's a real hill. And it's positioned in Israel and it's Jerusalem. And he spoke on it once, the Sermon on the Mount. He spoke graciously to his people. And he's coming to again. And uh, we read this morning that, uh, that grace, Paul prayed that grace would be poured out. And we read in Psalm 45 that grace is poured on Jesus' lips. And he will pour those gracious words to us. When He comes again and He speaks to us as His people and we will gather at that holy place in Zion and hear from Him. So this morning we're going to hear what Jesus responds to the Father's words with. In Psalm 2 we see the Father declare his, His strategy to the kings that He has positioned Jesus to be the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the Prince of Peace and the chosen Son of Israel. And um, now in Psalm 2 and verses 7 through 9, we see this most holy conversation. So what I want to first lead out in is David is actually seeing a conversation between the Father and the Son. And a few questions, they're rhetoric, I'm not going to answer them this morning, but I encourage you, to ask the Father what was it about David's life that invited him into this holy dialogue between the Father and the Son. And so we read Jesus' words. It says, I will declare the decree, the Lord, the Father, Yahweh, the God of Genesis 1, has said to me, and Jesus is repeating what the Father has said to Jesus, and David is gazing upon it. And the expectancy we should have in our hearts as we read and hear these words, that you are my Son. Jesus, you are my Son, and today I have begotten you. And we're going to unpack that in a moment. But today I have begotten you And I want you to ask me for something. I want you to look into my eyes and ask me for something that I want to give you. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I have this desire in my heart to give you something, to give you an inheritance as your father. And you're a man and you're my son. And I've chosen you to lead the nations. I've chosen you, Jesus, to stand on my holy hill and to inherit something. And I want to give you it. I want to give you the nations as your inheritance and the ends of the earth as your possession. And you shall break them with a rod of iron. Beloved, it's this holy dialogue that we get the privilege of listening to. Imagine being in the throne room. You read the throne room scene in Revelation 4. There's lightnings and thunderings and voices and angelic beings and seraphim. They're called the burning ones. There's an emerald rainbow. There's a sea of glass with crystal burning with fire. And you're in that room and you're gazing upon conversation and dialogue with the Father and the Son. And just like the kings were in unity with a strategy to break the bonds of Jesus in verses 1 and 2. It says they were taking counsel and they said, let us break the bonds and cast them away from us. Here the Father and the Son are in perfect unity and they have a strategy for Jesus to inherit the earth forever. That's what we're gazing on. That's what we're looking upon when we read these three precious words that David, the father of Jesus, the ancestor, he's reading what his son is going to do. David is seeing what his anointed descendant is going, or his anointed descendant is going to do. Imagine that, the burning in David's heart. He's like, He's the Father, he's the Son, but he's also my son. I can't imagine what was going through his mind and his heart. And beloved, the beauty of the Father telling Jesus, I want you to ask me. I want you to pray as a man. I want you to pray to me and seek me and and, you know, engage in the conversations, Jesus. I want you to ask me for this inheritance and look at me as the great intercessor. And so Jesus declares the Father's decree in intercession. He prays. For release of his kingly authority. Jesus is actually asking the Father to release his authority on the earth. We read in Matthew 11, he says, All authority has been given to me by my Father. I have all power. I have all authority. I have all wisdom. I have all discernment. I know everything that everyone is thinking. I know what's in the heart of man. And he's sitting there, but he's in his humility, he's submitting. To the father as a man. And he's saying, I'm going to engage in this discussion with you. And actually ask you, as the king of kings, what you want to give me. So David identifies five decrees that Jesus uses in intercession. And the first one, and this is so important. He says, you're my son. Beloved, Jesus' primary identity as a king when He engages in authority over the nations and releases His judgments, is the realization that He's a Son. And why that is important is because that is exactly how the Father wants us to engage with Him. As we walk out our calling, as we walk out our destiny, as we walk out our anointing and the authority that He wants to give us, is that we're His sons and daughters. Beloved, that's your primary calling and identity with the Father as an intercessor. Whatever you're called to do, whatever you're asked to do, first and foremost, you're a son and a child of God. And the importance of that, for Jesus to understand that, because Jesus was going to be entered into temptation He's going to be entered into vulnerability. He's going to be entered into all that we engage in as men and sons and daughters. And there are two places that Jesus highlights the Father actually reminding him of this audibly when he was a man. One, when he entered into temptation in the wilderness. And two, before he went to the cross. Beloved, as we're in this season of just uncomfortability and just like, what are we doing? What is going on? Jesus wants to remind you, first and foremost, you're my sons and daughters. When you're tempted, when you're in confusion, when you don't know how to respond, you, we find our rest, we find our peace, we find our just, you know, where we are, you know, calibration as sons and daughters. We have confidence before God, knowing His affection for us and the privileges and authority and the destiny. And what he's ordained for us as his children. And we declare that. And that's what I want to highlight. We actually have to declare it. We have to open up our mouths just like Jesus said. And he said, the father told me you're my son. Father, you told me I'm your son. You need to have that conversation with the father in those moments of confusion and temptation when you're reaching for truth. The primary truth is that you're my son. Father, you told me you're my I'm your son. Remind me again. Reveal it to me again what that means. What is my inheritance in you as your son and what's your inheritance in me? And then reminded that he's well pleased in that. That he's actually pleased to call you his son or his daughter. It's not a hard thing. He's not ashamed of you. We read that all throughout the scripture. He's actually proud of you. He's so proud to call you his sons and daughters. It brings him joy. He quiets us with his love. He calms our anxieties with his love and our sonship and our daughtership. And so then the other reality which Jesus declares is today I have begotten you. And what that means, and this is so critical as we read through these words, Jesus proclaims his position of power as demonstrated by his resurrection and enthronement as a man. So what I mean by that is when Jesus was resurrected from the dead as a real man, as a real human, and took the keys of death and Hades and repositioned man as the leader of earth, which was stolen from them in the garden. Jesus took back the Genesis one twenty-eight authority of man to have dominion and power over all things that walk and crawl and every creature. Jesus took that back. And today means that when Jesus resurrected from the grave and rose up from the Carnal flesh in an unfailing body that will never go back into the grave. That's what it meant and says, I have a resurrected body that's never going to die as a man. He says he took back the power and the authority and the demonstration of God's original intent for earth to fall under the leadership of a man. That's what Jesus did. And it says, Today, Son, I have begotten you as the king. You're the king because you did what it took to redeem the earth as a real human vessel. You walked out a holy and blameless life and you're the slain lamb. You are the slain lamb. You're the one who took the sins of the earth upon your shoulders and carried it to Calvary and died a a sinless death. And it says today, so what that expresses is an idea of distinctiveness or a one-of-a-kind, and that he's the only one who's done that. And so, Paul taught this, that when Jesus was openly declared to be God's Son with power, in Romans 1-4 he said, but not." But Paul did not say Jesus was only then made the Son of God, but he was publicly made, He was, it was made public. So what, I'll, I'll unpack that, that was confusing. So in Romans 1-4, Paul says that, the Father has now declared Jesus as the Son of God and made public to be the Son of God with power. The resurrection made public what was always true with Jesus. And that he is the King of Kings, but now he's the man, and now he's the King of Kings as a man. And that's what Jesus is declaring to the Father. Does that make does that help? Yeah. Think, perfect. Yeah. Okay, good. So hopefully that connected the dots. It's a little bit theological and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but The point is, is that Jesus is declaring to the Father, today you have begotten me as the Son, the man, who was raised from the dead in a resurrected body, and I'm never, ever going back in the grave. Ever. And beloved, we're going to get a resurrected body. We're going to be equally yoked with Jesus in the resurrection. And that's what Paul declares in Philippians. And that's why he's so passionate that it says, I'll do whatever it takes to attain the power of the resurrection in Philippians 1. Because that's what I was destined for as Jesus' inheritance. That's what Jesus accomplished in Calvary. Was to be a resurrected man and ruling and reigning in heaven and on earth forever. And in retaking back God's authority in Genesis 1.28. So the nations are Jesus' inheritance. Jesus' inheritance to be king over the all nations and all will openly acknowledge Jesus' leadership. The body of Christ is to rule and reign with Christ forever. Beloved, that is what you were made for. Whatever you're struggling with today, whatever things are bogging you down, whatever things are grabbing for your attention or bringing you confusion, it's Worthless compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus and the power of his resurrection, and that you are his inheritance and he is your inheritance. And you're going to rule and reign with him forever. You've been given all spiritual you've been given everything in spiritual blessings through the power of Jesus Christ. We read that. You've been given all things through Jesus. We're to find our inheritance in the context of Jesus' inheritance. It was for the joy set before Him that He endured the cross. This is that joy. Psalm 2 was His joy. He says, Father, give me the nations. You promised me the nations. Give them to me. I want to possess the earth. I want to exercise dominion and power and possession over every sphere of society and life. And I want every man. I want all of their hearts. I want every single person that You've given me in the lands and the social and the political infrastructures, I want them. They're mine. I endured the cross to engage in that inheritance. And so Jesus will remove everything that hinders love and all that resists the Father's will. And this is what I want us to, if there's anything we walk away from this scriptures, you know, we know this is the word of the Lord, you know, the, 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 you feel it, you just feel the engagement of the Holy Spirit in the room here. But beloved, as we go away from this, we have to take something away from this. If we just re- hear these words and just go back to our homes and our lives and don't engage in it, it it's just not that meaningful to be, to be really candid. So we need to participate in this now by asking the Lord to release justice and remove injustice and resist anything that hinders God's will in our lives. And so more than just praying for His release on things that we see out there, because we know there's a lot of confusion out there. I'm talking about in here. I'm talking about right here in my heart. What is it in my heart that I need to ask the Lord to release His power and His inheritance in my life? Because there's things in here that I need The Lord to do work on. I need His resurrection power in my heart. Humility, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. You know, the Beatitudes, the saying, I need to be meek. I need to be humble. I need to look at Jesus. I need Him to, you know, encounter my heart. Because if I don't get Jesus, when the shaking comes, when He actually shakes the nations for real, for real, Like the pestilence is, yeah, we feel them. But when earthquakes, when Matthew 24 happens, and Jesus says there'll be wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes earthquakes and pestilences, plural, I need the rock and the holy anointing of Jesus on my heart so I don't quit. Because I don't want to quit. I don't want to give way to the confusion. I want my life to be on the ground that doesn't move. It says in Matthew, it says, we build our house on the rock. And that rock, beloved, is Jesus. And I don't want to be offended when he returns. I don't want to be offended when he shows up. And he's, you know, you're not who I thought you were. I want to know you. I want to say, that's him. Like John. John the, oh, John the Baptist. There he is, the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. I know him because I've been in the wilderness seeking him. I've been in the wilderness looking at him, trusting him, walking with him. I want to be like John. I want to be like Mary. I want to be like the apostles. So, beloved, that's what he's asking for. He's going to dash and break the nations. Nations can be interpreted as ethnos. Ethnos simply means ethnicity. Ethnicity simply means people. We're his people. He's going to do what he needs to do in our lives to get our hearts. And so that's what we're going after and so amidst all this, David then turns to the nations and he prays in verses 10 through 12. And he says, Now therefore, knowing what you now know, that Jesus is the inheritance, Jesus will inherit the nations. He's going to inherit the nations because his father promised it. And you can be sure that he's not a man that he should lie. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. That's how we're to respond. We want to serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling and kiss the Son. Beloved, that's simply a call to intimacy. That's simply a call to say, get to know the man. Get to know this King. Lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. But blessed are those who put their trust in Him. Beloved, happy are the ones who put their trust in this man, who forsake their other trusts, who no longer put their trust in cisterns that break, but kiss Him, lest He be angry, and we perish away so the church is to partner with Jesus in praying for the release of His dominion in the nations and to follow the model of Psalm 2 by joining in Christ and His ministry of intercession and asking God to manifest His power. So we're, all of this is is an invitation to engage in the conversation and say, Father, thank You for inviting us into this holy dialogue between You and Your Son. Thank You for revealing your word to us, that you've chosen Jesus and you've chosen me to be a part of the family of God. Because beloved, when we read John 14 and Jesus says these beautiful words, it said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father, now go do what I did. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And in verse 12, it's this ridiculous invitation that says, you're going to do greater works than me because I'm going to the Father. As we get into that conversation with Jesus and we get to know Him, we dialogue with Him, and we feel the Holy Spirit, this miraculous thing happens where we actually do the works of Jesus. And people like Isaiah are transformed. People like Isaiah's life are healed. And ten years later, he has beautiful children and a family. And that's revival, beloved. That is revival. Yes, I want... The fire from heaven and Elijah and burning the gods of Baal, I'm believing for that. But I'm also believing for a resurrection power in my own heart so that when I walk on campuses like Northwestern, people's lives are changed because I know Jesus and I'm engaged in the conversation with him. So what does he do? We're engaged in that. Yeah, so I'm going pa- to stop there. You have the notes. There's no way we could unpack this beautiful psalm in 30 minutes.
0: Paul, you did it though. Thank you. You really did it. Look at that. Oh my. I'm blessed. you. I'm blessed. Are your stuff. hearts burning? Yeah. You know. My heart is burning.
3: Amen. My is Wonderful. Wonderful.
2: That. For that. <laughs> I think-
0: wow. Oh, You preach, Paul. Thank you. God really anointed you. I thank you, Father, for this message. I thank you that it went from his heart to our heart. And we want it to go from our heart to other hearts. We want those who are where Isaiah was 10 years ago, wandering around, not knowing who he was, not knowing who you were, and finding it and discovering it and uh, you're fulfilling his life now you're giving him children you're giving him a family you've given him a future thank you for doing that with paul thank you for giving him a place thank you for giving him a voice and we've heard his voice which is your voice today okay. and we thank you we look forward yes, to the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells it says in mm-hmm. revelation 21 where righteousness dwells righteousness does not dwell in the fields of America but it will dwell in the new earth and so we look forward to that and we're we're people with a forward look victims look back and say if only victors look forward and say what if we are they and i thank you that you have you have so given paul instruction. I remember Paul when he was here at Communitas. He was on his way, but he wasn't there. You were on your way, and you have paid the price to hear from God, to receive from His Word, and uh, we were blessed today. We were very blessed by what the Lord gave you. And so now I'm going to give the benediction, which is, it's not a way to end the service. It's a way to receive from the love of the Father. I'm just going to pass it on to you, so you're going to catch it. And then we're going to have a time of dialogue here together with Paul. And uh, you have got his notes. Do we need to send them again, or can you find them? I I want to go back now and read the notes that he sent. I've already looked at them, but I want to look at them again. And so I would encourage you, because what he said today is in the notes, and so it'll, it'll reinforce what you've heard. So let us know if you can't find them, and we can always send them again. So you are ready to catch it? Here it comes. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor, I can't imagine anything more wonderful. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Mary found favor. And I bless you that you find favor. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen.